Uh, hello, I'm Liam Black, and this is uh, one of a series of podcasts around a book I've brought out called The Social Entrepreneurs A to Z, uh, where we're discussing on each of these podcasts a particular chapter from the book uh, around a specific letter. Um, and in this podcast, we're talking about D, and D is for Don't Believe the Hype. How many social entrepreneurs does it take to change a light bulb? One, and a committee of 12 of the great and the good to hand over the You're So Awesome Award. So to discuss uh, the, the PR industry and not believing the hype, I'm delighted to, uh, to be joined by one of the UK's and increasingly the world's best known social and entrepreneurs, Faisal Rahman OBE. Uh, Faisal is the founder of Fair Finance, which is a London-based social business which has the uh, small uh, ambition of revolutionising financial services uh, to make them more inclusive and empowering uh, for poor people. Uh, he started the business in 2005 with his own credit card. Today he employs 40 people in London in six offices and he has 12,000 clients that he's lifting, uh, helping to lift um, out of poverty. Uh, he's also a World Economic Forum Young Global Leader. He's an Ashoka Fellow. And last year in 2013, Fair Finance won the Big Society Award, which is uh, awarded by uh, Her Majesty's Government. And he also uh, won uh, the Credit Today Award for all the Alternative Lender of the Year, beating all the baddies at their own game at their own event, which he's fairly pleased about. Faisal, welcome. Thank you. So, Faisal, you have an OBE. Congratulations. You were uh, the Queen. Uh, did, you, did that deal for you uh, recently? As I said, a World Economic Forum young global leader. Uh, so you are kind of you've been lifted up by this industry that awards social entrepreneurs for their passion and their ambition and their um, activity. I'm, I'm very ambivalent about the, uh, um, the sort of the PR um, and awards industry that's grown up in the social entrepreneur movement in um, recent years. Now, Faisal, you are you've been to Davos. You are a World Economic Forum young global leader. Uh, you're an Ashoka Fellow. Your companies have won awards. You have won awards. I think everyone that looks at your career and looks at you would say you certainly don't fall into the camp of someone whose head has got really big and who has become a little bit detached from reality by the sort of baubles and awards that you've got. How, how have you managed to do that? And what value do you think those that, that industry has been to you? Um, I think what I've tried to keep is a pretty strong bullshit detector yeah. to be totally honest with you um i think i live by the 80 20 rule that 80 percent of the people that you're going to meet in any of these events awards meetings are going to waste your time and 20 percent of them might help you move your business 80 percent forward so i live by that rule and i think that's how i consider all of these things uh, whether they're awards meetings conferences or otherwise um on the one hand actually i think the awards are a really good thing i think it's pretty important that people who slog slog hard to do things that nobody else even considers a problem get recognised. And, you know, sometimes when you're based in the middle of East London on the back of a council estate doing something that's really important, being recognised by somebody who's doing something massive and important in the country is, is fantastic, actually. It makes you feel good. It reminds you that, actually, there are people who give a shit and care. Um, and sometimes getting those awards gives you the recognition and opportunity to sit in rooms with people who can make change happen quicker. And that's, that's powerful. Can you give us an example from your own experience? Um, so, I, I, I mean, I've, I've, one of the reasons I think that Fair Finance has accelerated and managed to achieve what it does has been because we've been able to convince people in the corporate world that we are as good, if not better, at doing what they just can't do um, or, or don't want to do. And being able to get into those meetings and have those discussions with people were a hell of a lot easier with a World Economic Forum label on my back. 
It's been a hell of a lot easier with an Ashoka Fellowship on my uh, as my badge, and it's just made it's it's just made people feel more comfortable doing deals with us. Now you've got to do the deals, right? There's no point having these meetings and having more meetings, winning more awards, and going to more places. I mean, there is a standing joke that you could, you know, there is not. There is not one five-star hotel in this world that a social entrepreneur is willing to <laughs> not go to. Yeah, it's lovely to go to, to those achieve. hotels and talk about the poor, isn't it? Indeed, and have yeah. a great dinner with the rich. Yeah, but if you don't go to those things to make things happen, then you're you're wasting your time. And I think that's the second part that I think about these awards. These these are not really about you, actually. They're never really about you. No, I've not received anything that's just about Faisal. I've received it for the work that Fair Finance is doing and hopes to do and potentially could do. We are a small, tiny organisation for much of the last 10 years and we are only now beginning to get to somewhere important and I think if you if you believe the hype of what the awards were telling you before you get there you've wasted all of that potential and opportunity and I think that is a travesty so you talk about your bullshit detector there um, so if you were speaking to a young entrepreneur you're still pretty young um, but you've <laughs> speaking to someone even younger than you um, uh, who's being invited to the World Economic Forum who's being courted to you know become a fellow of this or an awardee of that. Uh, it, your bullshit detector, are you saying you just have to put up with that 80% of people who will waste your time? What advice would you give for people about how to calibrate their bullshit detector and not waste too much time with that 80%? Or you just, you just have to live with it? Um, I think pe people use the word stubborn sometimes or they use the word um, hard or harsh. The about you in general RC I think. is yeah. another word RC is yeah. probably the word I'm really yeah. looking for actually <laughs> uh, I, I don't think it's a problem to be RC and I don't think it's a problem to call shit when you see it and I think when you meet people who what, what I've discovered when you go to lots of events is that there are a lot of people who are really just they don't really have anything to say they can talk about the previous event they've been to um, for me these are these are this is work and if you treat it as anything other than work, you're wasting your time. And you said, uh, so I've, you made the point that it's not about you, it's about the company of people that you lead. Mm. Um, but the I would challenge anyone to name anyone at Grameen or the Barefoot College or Eden Project or 15 or Fair Finance other than the individual yeah. charismatic leaders of them. So how do you ensure that it doesn't become the Faisal Rahman show and you don't a gap doesn't open up between you and the people because you know you're the founder you're the talent you're the entrepreneur that took the risk with your own money and, the, and your own reputation to make this happen how do you hold it all together culturally like that when people are you know pouring because it's not fair finance OBE it's Faisal Rahman OBE isn't it well it's it's me that received the award but it's the people who work at fair finance that did the work, right? <laughs> while well, I mean, you that, were busy in the five-star well, hotels. I mean, just just on the on the kind of on the conference circuit. I mean, I, I tell you, I spent the last three years avoiding events, and in the last three years, my business has never grown as quickly as it has done. And I think what people forget is that you, the entrepreneur, the one with the vision and the idea, you are the best person at doing this job, always. And if you're not there doing the job, what the hell do you think is going to happen? And that's what I see all the time. And and for me. Spending time in the organisation reminds me of how important what we do is every day, all the time. Now, how do you make it work, right? How do you make how do you make that organisation achieve more than it could achieve with just you on its own? And that's always been about better people, always. This isn't the Faisal Rahman show. It's not even Faisal's finance. It's it's fair finance, yeah. <laughs> and um, and it's always been about finding people who are going to stretch you and push you, and finding those who can do the things that you can't do yet, 
to make your organisation and mission better. So in the book, I'd say, Faisal, that, you know, it's necessary for the social entrepreneur to be his or her own fiercest critic um, and to take the issues of poverty and empowerment and inclusion really, really seriously, but not, for goodness sake, to take ourselves too seriously and not said, not believe what is said and written about you. How, how, uh, what advice would you give to a young entrepreneur about how to stay rooted in the mission and the, the values and the, uh, and the adventure of the organisation rather than the, often the bullshit that can come in? Mm. I think the... the the quick answer is to say, just remember why you're doing it. Just remember when the last time it was that you were on the front line and dealing with the people who walk in through the door. And that should, if anything, remind you of, of why you're there. Um, I would also, I mean, I, it's, it's kind of interesting. There, there, there have kind of been two moments in my life in this work where I really wondered whether I've actually been the right person to do this work. And I think that's that's when you start to ask the right questions. So kind of coming back to your theme about awards and conferences and meetings and, and people you know I've I've been to lots of events where you spend all of your time trying to convince people about your business and you rarely go to events where you find people who already agree with it agree with it and want to take it forward and the two times that that's happened to me the first time somebody offered <clears throat> totally got it I didn't need to give the bullshit presentation of what the organization was trying to achieve but wanted to be part of making it better and bigger and could and I realized I'd never had that conversation with anyone. And when you realize that you've never had the conversation about how you make your mission sustainable, scalable, and impactful, you realize that you've been wasting a lot of time and a lot of discussions. And your point about how do you find the bullshit detector, if you find you're only ever having one conversation, the startup, the mission, the vision conversation, you're wasting your time. Because that's the conversation you have at the beginning. The one that really makes the difference is the one that's going to make your business or your idea scale across, not just the country, but maybe the world. That's when you realise that you're not in the bullshit zone. So one of the things that was said about you a few years ago was that you were a great innovator uh, and you were a good entrepreneur, but you might not be a great business leader. And be, uh, how have you dealt with that? You said that. I did. Bastard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, because your 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 background is as an activist, isn't it? Yeah, I no, remember the first time I right. met you. You're right. You, you're right. I'm not I'm not an entrepreneur, right? I'm 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 an actor. I, I'm a social activist, right? There is a problem and I want to fix it. That's what I. That's why I do this stuff. There is a problem and I want to fix it. But I know that shouting and smacking my head against a brick wall is not going to change it in the way that I can do. And it's you know it's funny you say that because that that's probably the second time that I've really questioned whether I am the right person to do this. I I don't know what it means to run a company that can take on the entire finance industry. I've never worked in a company that employs more people than I've employed. <laughs> Oops. I, I don't know what that looks like, <laughs> yeah. right? I don't know what it looks like to to service the needs of 10 million poor people in the United Kingdom. I, I just don't know what it looks like. But you know what? There are people out there who know a bit of that. And the last four or five years have been about finding all of the people to fill all the holes of the skills that I can't do and can't achieve. And and I think that's about governance and that's about the board and that's about letting it go. And if anything, I am, I am the founder of Fair Finance in that sense. But you know what? I've given up ownership of the business. It's not my business. It's just part of the mission. I'm just one person on a board of people pushing this in the right direction. And that's really important because it's not about what I think all the time. It's about making this business and mission work. And, and you're absolutely right. I've probably spent a good chunk of my life innovating, creating, challenging, disrupting. And it's only really in the last five years I've started scaling, building, and making it work. And all of that's because I found people who were a hell of a lot better than I was 
to help me figure out what to do. So Faisal, thank you very much. I am aware of the irony of dragging you out of your business to talk to you about how important it is not to be dragged out of your business to talk about the organization. Uh, but I think you've added a lot of value to the people who are listening to this. So many, many thanks, mate. It's a pleasure. Thank you. Man. You've been listening to a podcast from the series The Social Entrepreneurs A to Z, hosted by Liam Black and produced by Pioneers Post. To order your copy of the book and for more information, visit pioneerspost.com or subscribe on iTunes.